Welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast. We are your hosts, Alexa and Sydney, and we are so excited to have you here with us today. Get ready to connect to your soul and start healing within. Today, our guest is Jenna Calabro. Under the pen name Cecilia Moon Art, Jenna is an independent creative and entrepreneur based in Massachusetts, U.S. Jenna uses digital mixed media to combine celestial, nature, and feminine-focused imagery with handwritten affirmations. With a background in music and mental health counseling, Jenna uses art as a way to inspire others to look within and find self-love, inner peace, and freedom of mind, body, and spirit. You can access her art gallery and shop through www.ceciliamoonart.com. Welcome to the Soul Connection Duo podcast, Jenna, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Jenna. We're so excited to talk to you today. Um, As Sid was saying, she came across your page on Instagram and she was immediately drawn to your beautiful artwork. Um, Can you start off today by telling our listeners a little bit more about yourself, how you came into your work and just your story? Sure, yeah. Um, So I, I guess I have been an artist my whole life. I mean, like if you talk to my parents, they would say that I was like that two-year-old that just sat for like hours and just drew, right? So that's kind of a part of my background naturally. Um, but I went to school for music, so I kind of took a whole nother path there. And um, oh gosh, where do I even? <laughs> I guess what happened with the art is that I I had been doing classical music for a long time. That's what I my bachelor's is in cello performance. And um, as much as I loved it, I really felt like there was, there was something missing. Um, like I, I, I had this desire to help people and to like connect with people's emotions. And I was trying to do that through music, but something felt off. And um, I actually ended up trying counseling and I went to school for mental health counseling for a little while. And I thought maybe this is the route, like I, I know I wanna do healing, but I can't figure out like how, like what, what in what way can I help people and that didn't feel quite right either and um I was still in school though when I started the Instagram and I started um getting back more into art because I had kind of let it go for a while in like college and I started an Instagram with like basically it was just photos of nature and like photo I like I would like photoshop the moon in and stuff and I was trying to just kind of get this vibe off like I wanted people to feel calm right and like I didn't really know what I was doing I was just like photoshopping the moon into pieces of nature and stuff and um it kind of just naturally grew into something where it was almost like this journal for me like I have journals my whole life as well and the art and the words kind of just naturally combined Mm -hmm. and like whatever I was going through I just started including that in the art and I guess it just kind of built from there that's, That's awesome. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And looking at your art and like the, the words that you choose to um, go along with the artwork, it's just like there's there's good inspirational pieces. There's good little reminders for um, mental health or things that you might be going through. So I really appreciate that about it. Yeah, yeah. I try to I try to do that. I think it's like become it started off for me, but also for other people. And I guess it yeah, I don't know. It, it really was something that unfolded naturally. And like looking back, it's hard to kind of pinpoint like when it started or why I wanted to help. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you did you ever finish your schooling for counseling? Like, did you have clients and or was this kind of no? I didn't know. I um and I got really far and I kind of beat myself up a little bit for a while about that because I was like. I was like, this really would help people, but something felt wrong. Like I, I got so far that I had almost finished the actual academic part. And then um, I was starting to do interviews for a practicum mm-hmm. and something just felt really off. And I, I, I just, I just knew it wasn't right. And I had, it's interesting because I had actually, before I applied to school, I, um, I did volunteer with a crisis line for a while. So I did have some experience of that chatting with people going through um hard times and that felt right so I don't know what happened it was like I I was missing this creative piece like I had gone from like music switched completely to therapy and it was like I need to mix these somehow and so that 
is what ended up happening with the art. It kind of feels like it blended those two worlds for me. Totally. Well, it's nice that you figured it out when you did, right? Like you didn't, I mean, it's nice to have all these different pieces, but at least you found something you're obviously passionate about and something that feels right. Like that's the biggest thing, right? Is yeah. Doing something that you love and brings you happiness and you can also help other people through it. I know just like for me, even reading through a lot of your posts, I just related to so many of them. And I think that maybe will bring us into one of our other questions is like, um, I'm assuming you're a spiritual person. I did notice some of the posts that were like, um, you were receiving messages that kind of inspired your content. Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Yeah, I can definitely talk about that. It's funny because I guess I didn't even mention that when you first brought it up. I talked about Mm -hmm. like your kid creativity piece and I talked about the mental health piece, but really it is a spiritual, it's, it's more spiritual than, than either of those. I mean, it's, it's, it's all combined into one, of course, but Mm -hmm. I think, I think what happened for me is that the kind of tough things I was going through in my personal life, um, are what made me feel like I need to find, I need to find like a community too. Like I need to find people who this can help because I didn't feel like I had anyone in my life who, like, I felt kind of alone, you know, I felt like I, I'm going through, I guess you could call an awakening, but it's really interesting. Sorry, this is, I'm going to like switch topics. No, that's okay. When I heard from you and I, I read about what you two had been through, which I'm like, it's really beautiful that, that like something as hard as that could, um, inspire what you guys do right now. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I really admire that. Um, but I, it's interesting because I reflected on myself and I went, well, like what was my awakening because you hear that term a lot like someone says oh I had a spiritual awakening or I had a spontaneous awakening and every time I think of it I can't like pinpoint one instance right and I look back and it's like I don't know that I like I almost wondered like can you be born like (laughs) like babies are more spiritual connected right because they haven't yet experienced like all of the mess of society right yeah (laughs) and I wondered like maybe so we're born like this. And then maybe some people get more off the path than others. Cause I remember being a little kid and feeling really like, almost like this is like, this is my home, but it's not like really my home. Like I had this weird energy, even as like an eight or nine year old, like where I just felt like this isn't my home, if that makes sense. To yeah. You. Yeah. Um, You've yeah. always kind of felt connected. Yeah. yeah. Like, up there, and I guess that's where the moon came from. Cause I felt like maybe up there is my home or something like even as a little kid like I found this mug the other day that had like a moon and stars and a little girl and I was like oh my gosh even as like a five-year-old I was just like looking up at the sky so um yeah so I guess it's something that you asked what was your specific question about the spirituality just like what just like um that you you were saying I know in a couple posts that you would receive messages that came through and that would inspire I think it was either like the words you've chosen to use for the post or the art behind it I guess um yeah, so does that inspire most of your work like the messages you receive either from mm-hmm. spirit or your guides or whoever um, okay I see yeah you worded that yeah. really well um yes definitely and I think I think I didn't notice at first that the messages weren't like coming they didn't feel like they were coming from me they weren't like I wasn't thinking and going oh what should I write or what should I draw it felt like it was just being champ right and that was happening I think that's been happening I think for a long time and I just didn't notice it at first and then I started to realize more and more like this is not coming just from me this is coming from something much bigger than me and that also made it feel like more important to share and that got me just working harder and creating more and being like this is what I'm supposed to be doing you know totally yeah and do you hear certain messages or do you see things or like how does that work for you because I know everyone is like a little different on how they receive messages yeah, I bet they are. I bet you've heard some cool stories um, <laughs> about that, but you know, both, definitely both. Yeah. Like, and it, and it will just happen spontaneously. Like whether I'm like out on a walk or I'm meditating or something and I'll, I'll receive a message or I'll see an image. And often, like I, I know a lot of my art does have women and often it'll be like a, like a specific pose or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it's pretty equal, whether it's words or an image. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say, as you were going back to like the spiritual piece and saying like, oh, I don't, I don't know exactly when my awakening, if you want to call it that, started. Like, I was getting full body chills, and I don't know why, really? but I just, I felt that a lot in the energy that you were bringing to it. So, um, 
just really interesting to note. There. Sure. <laughs> um, and I, yeah. And the other piece of that, like with the messages, I noticed a lot of your posts, like for, cause you sell screensavers and wallpapers and a lot of those have like the angel numbers too. And the yeah. images, do you handpick those to kind of go with whichever wallpaper you're using at the time? You know, it's interesting. Cause I don't actually like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the exact meanings of the numbers. I like to just have them mean whatever I want them to mean in the moment. So like, I don't know the actual definitions of them, but often like it'll be kind of like with the messages or with the art that I see, like I'll just feel like a number works with this. And mm -hmm. so I think it's like the same as what I was saying before, like, okay, this, this art maybe works with this number right now and I'll just match it. Totally. Yeah. Follow your intuition and whatever exactly. feels right at the time. Go with yeah. it. That's like the beauty of art too. I know even for mental health and counseling, like I've done a fair amount of counseling and I know my counselor's always like, you need like, not need, but you should try like a creative outlet of some sort, whether it's painting or doing something. And I know that helps a lot of people as well. Um, so yeah, I, I know art therapy is probably something you studied while you're in school with that, but I know it can be really helpful for people to use that outlet, but also for people to see it and read it as well. Like I was just going through Instagram. I'm like, all of this is so relatable. I love it all. Like Oh, and it's so beautiful too like and how do you create them um do you paint or is it digital art or how do you it's come all up with digital it's yeah. yeah completely digital um like a, a long time ago when I was younger my favorite thing was just like to sketch I like sketching people so it was just pencil and paper and so that kind of transferred onto um my iPad which I which is what I use for everything okay um, and it's, it's just basically a mix of like line drawings and um, photography. So I guess you could call it digital collage art. Okay. Is it used, so. Right. Or mixed oh. media. Yeah. <laughs> and do you do custom pieces for people or is it just mostly like whatever kind of speaks to you in your heart and you kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. I, yeah. I tried it on and off. Um, okay. So I started my Instagram maybe like a year. Mm, I think it's been two years now. Okay. And I was really excited to get into that. And I, I, it was a mixed bag. I've had a couple dozen experiences with it. And some I felt really connected with the person. And I felt like I could, like I tried, for instance, I tried portraiture of like drawing the actual person who wanted to work with me or like, there's been a mix of things. Um, you know, it never, it never flowed the way I wanted it to. Like I felt I think some of it is like my own areas of growth that I could work through. Like some of it is that I can be kind of like, I'm like uber independent and I can be stubborn. And so sometimes like if someone wanted something, I would struggle with it. Cause I was like, no, but this would be, this is how I imagine it. Exactly. And so I kind of like went on and on. Like I would try it for a few months and then say, I'm taking a break. And, um, I haven't, I haven't done that. And it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to always look for more ways to connect with people because people too, like people do love that kind of thing. And I, Mm -hmm. I guess that's maybe why I wanted to do like the phone wallpapers because I felt like people get the phones all the time and if people can actually be reminded because like when you go on social media you see a post and you're like oh that's nice and you scroll on and it doesn't really you don't really think much about it yeah mm -hmm. but if you can get if you can give someone something that is really going to make them reflect and like really connect with them more than like for two seconds mm -hmm. um I, I think that's a little more meaningful you know yeah I know I think that's like really a tricky piece as an artist like I see you've got some tattoos and I know Sid and I both have them too and <laughs> I always think that like when I'm going in for a consult for um, artwork on my body it's like you might have a completely different vision in your head than the artist does and just yeah. that collaboration can be sometimes tricky to really hit the nail on the head and be in the same space and so like with artists in general I think it's like a lot of it is meeting in the in the same space of energy and really wanting the same end goal of like something that's going to work for both parties right and Definitely. that's yeah. yeah yeah that could be tricky yeah yes it's and it's really interesting actually to me that you brought up tattoos because I I remember like um the first tattoo I got where the artist said oh like I don't show images beforehand and I thought wow like I should do that with my art like that'd be amazing if I could just be like just trust me 
to channel what you want. And like, I would love that. And because I trusted the tattoo artist and I was like, I love your work. So even if it's not what I imagined in my head, I know I'm going to love it. Yeah. And so I had this desire that like, when I worked with people, it would be that way, but often it wasn't. And I think that frustrated me. So who knows, maybe I'll go back one day, but I've been working on other stuff since that works for me. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten any of your own art tattooed on you? Like any specific thing (laughs) that you've gone to someone and got I know they'll usually do their own thing but like kind of an idea of like anything that kind of relates to your art I think I would like directly do my art someday um yeah. the first the first couple of tattoos I was like oh I, I want to design it myself and so mm-hmm. I designed them myself um like I have one of like the elements um okay. it's like a like leaves and a shell and fire and right the four elements um and I do have like a moon and flowers that was my first tattoo so they're like kind of related but they're not actually my art right um and then a few later I was like okay well I want to honor the artist and what they want so I kind of was just like here this is my idea you do whatever you want with it yeah no fair enough yeah I guess there's that kind of balance as well but um and do yeah. you do like obviously all of your art has like moons in it I believe most of it does from what I was looking at yeah most of it yeah yeah do you do anything like moon tracking or are you do you know much about astrology kind of stuff or yeah, um, I have, I did like spend like six months to a year obsessed with astrology about yeah. a year ago. Um, and I, it has definitely helped me a lot, um, like personally, but I think I've always struggled to kind of stick with like one system. So, so that and, and the moon phases, I think there's, it's definitely affected me a lot and I see it affect other people. And I, I think there's something to it, like that, that cosmic energy, like it does, it does affect us. But I've always, um, I think I've had issues in the past of like identifying too much with certain systems. Like I, when I was in school for counseling, I was really interested in, I don't know if you've heard of the Myers-Briggs system, um, MBTI. Anyway, it's personality typology and I was really interested in it. And I was kind of, I think I was in this phase of like looking to understand myself more. And in the, in the midst of that, I almost took it too far where I was like over-identifying with things. Right. And so I'm just like a little cautious of like, being like, yes, I'm, I mean, I'm an Aquarius and I do like, I identify as being an Aquarius, but um, I still think like there's so much more than any of these systems. Totally, so it's yeah. cool to like learn about a lot and kind of combine them. And I don't, I did make some astrology art for a little while, but it, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't quite um, fitted to me, I guess. Yeah, no, fair enough. I was just wondering, cause you have the moon and everything and then like, yeah. you know, full moons are different. I was just wondering if you like had some kind of like, something else you practice or like that really inspired you to like use the moon yeah in all of your work that makes sense that would honestly make a lot of sense <laughs> I think for me it's been more like um this the greater symbolism of like the light in the dark and the totally. light inside and the light externally and how they reflect and like just been this big symbolism rather than the actual faces I think it's really fitting too that you work a lot with divine femininity and um, like pulling the moon in with that as well. Um, That's kind of when I was looking at your art pieces, I was definitely like picking up on the feminine nature of them and having Mm -hmm. the moon symbolize um, like, like you say, the light and the dark. And then um, a lot of them, a lot of your images have females um, or female bodies in in them, as well as um, just nature in general. Like I was noticing the owls and the deer and like, yeah, nature and the divine feminine cycles, I think was more what what I was drawing from the moon. Yeah, I love that because there's, it's a connection, like there's a connection there with all of it. I mean, like, and there's the symbolism of it in terms of like, I do, I think, I feel like I like to, I like to make meaning out of everything. It just comes naturally. Like if I see a snake, I'll be like, ooh, like a change is coming. Like I'm shedding my skin. They're like, oh, the symbolism of animals, the symbolism of the moon and all that. But there is a literal piece to it too. Like I, like I started drawing women because like, I, I think there is a connection between women and the moon in terms of, I, I like that duality of like the sun being masculine and the, the moon being feminine because of like the whole receptivity, like the moon, right? It reflects light and the sun. I love all of that. But um, the female body part of it, I think also was like, a, I remember the first time I drew like a nude woman, I was really nervous about it. I was like, I was like, what are people going to think this is weird that I'm drawing 
And like, I had like family members who like saw my Instagram and I felt like really awkward about it, but I was like, you know what, this is like good, good for me. Like I'm growing and it's making me uncomfortable, but that's like part of why I'm doing it. And I think it's, it's, yeah, I think there's a connection with that, like literally too, in terms of like, I've had some women reach out and be like, I had one girl recently be like, I love that you draw like smaller breasts because I feel really good about my body when I see it. And so I started incorporating more of that, like nude um, women and just like slightly different body types, like nothing drastic. Cause I'm not, I'm not trying to like join a genre. Like I know there mm-hmm. is a whole genre of like body positivity and I want to kind of keep it like open so that people feel connected in their own way. Like it can be about body, body positivity. It can be about mental health. It can be about spirituality, like whatever you connect with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So totally kind of what you originally said, <laughs> like going on tangents. <laughs> no, I love how like inclusive it is. Even when I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, I can, you can definitely connect on it from like so many different levels. And um, I think that's the biggest thing too, is like growth is never supposed to be, or will never be comfortable. Right. Like uh, even for us just growing through the last couple of years after loss and discovering spirituality like nothing about it is comfortable and even for us like coming on here every week like I'm super introverted and I never would have imagined myself doing anything like this Um, but it is it's like helping us grow and discover all these different things and talking to cool people like yourself who do you know like art or people who are mediums and it's it's just it's really cool so yeah no I love that's awesome that you're have challenged yourself in that way like I wouldn't have known that you're introverts and you know because it's such a <laughs> talking and such a extroverted activity like stereotypically but totally I love that you're I love that this is not it's something that is helping you grow and not just something that you're passionate about and it is so important mm-hmm. yeah I think just like being able to share with other people you know like either like your own growth or your own loss or whether it's art or music or anything like all of it will connect to someone in a way won't connect to everyone. Um, but the people right. like, we were like, even if we come on here and it helps one person, like, you know, that's better it's than helping help. no one. Yes. <laughs> it's still helping them and it's helping you both too. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think that's a lot of how we can connect with you though, Jenna. It's um, like you're doing your artwork and there through that you're helping so many people and I think we're kind of on similar paths where that's our our goal at the end of the day is to be able to share what we can and hopefully help people in the process. Definitely. I was listening to some of your earlier podcasts and it's it's for sure that you're helping people. So that's it's awesome what you do. Thank you. We appreciate you listening and yeah, looking into it a little bit before chatting with us today. Of course. Um, I was looking and I I'm interested like you were saying this the snake has the symbolism of like new things are coming you're shedding old skin um and in looking at the rest of the art I was really interested to talk to you about what the symbolism to you of the owls means I have an owl tattooed on my arm and it's like one of my spirit guides and so I was super drawn to the ones with the owls in them and I I wanted to ask for the artist's opinion (laughs) well unbiased because owls are one of my favorite animals as well um I think like uh what is the term not stereotypically but like traditionally the owl is a symbol of of wisdom right like Mm -hmm. the idea that um they can see in the dark and you know that there is actually like the darkness is not something scary and I think that it's really interesting because owls are kind of scary themselves (laughs) like if you seen an owl in person it's a little bit intimidating like I mm-hmm. I I've never seen one in the wild but I was at like um I guess a zoo <laughs> the other day and um it was just like this tiny little cute it was so cute this owl I forget the name <laughs> of it but it was also like so it was really intimidating and I Almost think like mysterious in a way <laughs> yeah very mysterious definitely. yeah um And I think that more than just like wisdom, like not necessarily wisdom of like age or experience, it's wisdom of like, of it's a spiritual sense of wisdom, right? Like an an intuitive sense of wisdom and like that knowingness that you can't really, I feel like they, they, they symbolize that knowingness that you can't really explain where it's coming from, you know, like it's not a thought that you're having, 
It's not like an intellectual thing. It's not logical. It's not even a feeling like that you're feeling in your heart. It's almost like you're like, where is this coming from? And I think people who like that word of like trust your intuition is kind of tossed around, but I do think it is. I think it symbolizes your intuition. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I was yeah, just very curious after seeing those used. And I guess it's also rather fitting that you're using the moon and then you have the owls in it too, because they would be out at the same time often. I guess you're right. It works like um, visually and also symbolically. So <laughs> mm -hmm. what are some other animals then that you like I've scrolled through it, but I can't remember exactly that you kind of like to use and the symbolize symbolism behind other mm -hmm. animals. I'm curious because I know animals are yeah. so intuitive and just right. Yeah, it's so interesting. Animals are amazing because they don't have like the same like consciousness that we have, like not only that they, they have consciousness, I do believe they have consciousness, <laughs> but I guess I meant self-consciousness. Like they just are who they are. Like we are constantly like analyzing ourselves and like wondering if we're doing things right. And they just are. And they, I think there's something so amazing and just like pure about that. So like, I do, I also think I pick, have picked animals. I often think of like animals that relate to femininity again, like, okay. um, like deer. I love, I've always been drawn to deer as well. And I think it has something to do with like, they come across as these like really delicate, like kind of frail, like dainty creatures, but they're actually so strong. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I think there's like this, um, like polarity or like duality to that, that is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like the idea that like, as people, like we can like seem like if you're crying, like that's not actually weak, you know, like you can come across as like weak or gentle or kind and it's actually it's actually meaning you're really really strong and I think there's something like really beautiful about like portraying that idea in something like an animal or like a symbol mm -hmm. um yeah and then snakes like yeah with the shedding of the skin I mean I do think that like we're kind of always transforming like if that makes sense it's funny because like if I I was looking back in one of my old journals the other day and I noticed so many of my pages were just like, I feel like there's a change coming or like, I feel like I'm changing, you know? And it's almost like we're continually transforming. Mm -hmm. But of course there are like specific moments in our lives that, um, you know, whether it was like a, a tough moment or, or a moment we're proud of where we like would see a snake or something, so. Right. And yeah. when you're talking about your journal then, when you get these messages, do you kind of write them down right away and then go back and kind of design the art around kind of what you've received in the past because I guess you can't be like drawing all the time like get a message and I'm yeah. just gonna draw something like that would obviously good have no free time <laughs> yeah right right yeah that's a good question I it, I've gone through phases of like there just being so many messages where like I just have a bunch of like notes in my phone that are just so messy of like all different ideas and I can't like they're pointless now because I can't actually like find what I wrote down. Right. Um, but I did, or like if I'm meditating, sometimes I would keep like a notepad next to me in case something came to me and I wanted to not think about it while I was meditating, but I didn't forget it. Okay. Um, but I have noticed that like, if it's really important, I like the idea that if it's something really important, I won't forget it. Like I often will have an idea just come back to me like every day until I actually go sit and make it. And then I know that like I'm meant to create it. Totally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the universe is like do this yeah okay still do this <laughs> it's putting it right in your face all the time <laughs> it does that with all of us like it does that mm -hmm. with like with your life like if you're supposed to be like growing in a certain way it'll it'll keep reminding you even if it's uncomfortable to be like come on like get out of your shell like do it and it'll keep doing it until you actually do so you might as well do it <laughs> like, I know it's it's funny how those like those things always seem to come up it's like if you have a thought and you're kind of like oh that seems like a good idea it'll come up in conversation for like basically until you actually do the thing at least that's, that's what right. I've been finding lately and I feel like that's what happened kind of with the making of this podcast in general was yeah. like we were kind of like oh we should do it okay we're doing it like <laughs> and it was how scary how like well, pardon me for interviewing you guys now, but like, <laughs> you're like, like questions. No. okay. <laughs> I was trying to like, Can we ask them questions, but I would be curious to know, like, was it something you both were thinking about already? And then you kind of came together or like, how did that develop? Sid, so, do you want to say your, your piece with the medium? Yeah. Um, I spoke to a medium kind of for my own personal healing in, mm -hmm. 
it was October of like this past year. And she was like, yeah, I see like in the next couple of months, you doing something really creative, like on your computer. And I'm like, I'm not a creative person, but I guess we'll just see what happens. And then um, I was telling Lex about my experience with that. And it kind of, we were having breakfast and it just kind of came up like, she had another really cool experience with, um, I can't remember what it was, but um, anyways, we were just like, kind of came up. We're like, maybe we should do like a podcast or something and just like let people know about all these cool experiences we're having. And I think it was actually kind of Lex's idea maybe with the podcast. Is that perhaps, but you made it happen. Yeah. Yeah, It it was was like like a mutual thing. It was like, she was thinking it. And then I kind of, I think said it or just because we were talking about my medium experience and then we're like yep okay we're doing it but we have to figure out the logistics now um which took the longest but yeah it was kind of this medium that I'd say maybe sparked the idea in my brain while simultaneously Lex was already thinking about it we were just kind of cool yeah so yeah and I think like a big piece of it too was we've both been doing so much exploration in like the spiritual realms for like the last year or two and then Sid has been on her healing journey um, with some more traditional methods of healing and um, it was just like we were we kept learning about all these things that it was we neither of us had ever heard of and we were out there seeking them so we were kind of like how do we share this with more people because these things are really helping us and maybe they can help others too if they know that they exist Mm-hmm. right that's so cool it's almost like there were just like little hints everywhere that were like hmm they like all came together that this is what you should do yeah totally. yeah there's been yeah. a lot of little pieces that have come together over the last couple of years and I mean I ha- also have a background in nursing I'm not nursing anymore um I've been on medical leave for a couple of years but um yeah. I just noticed that all these other alternative treatments and energy work in conjunction with like Western medicine or all these things I was already doing was like kind of what was really helping me heal and move forward. So I just felt the need to maybe explore that. And then through this too, it gives us that extra push to like reach out to people and be like, Hey, do you want to come on? And we can learn more about what you do. And, you know, then we can help other people learn about it as well, because a lot of people in our lives, our friends, family also don't right know about a lot of this stuff either and um yeah just trying to bring awareness I guess and yeah it's just super cool it's so hard not to want to share it so yeah yeah it's like when whenever you're like on social media and you get you get really curious about how people started what they're doing and now you actually get to learn and that's really cool and you're and you're letting other people learn which is which is awesome Yeah. And getting to talk to people about things they're passionate about too. Like there's honestly nothing better than that because it's just, you, you know, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to want to talk about their craft or their um, profession, whatever it might be that they are obviously on their own soul mission doing these things. Um, And so it's, it's really fun to learn about how people came to find these paths because it's not always just like a straight shoot. Oh, I knew I wanted to be an artist. Like it's right. very often this winding mm-hmm. road that has led them there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, I mean, it's interesting because when I like read that um, you had this experience together of, of grief that that had kind of triggered your spiritual awakening, am I correct? Like mm-hmm. that was kind of, have you felt that when you've interviewed people, that's a really common occurrence that like people have an experience that triggers that for them? Yeah. A lot of times it's grief. A lot of times it's like feelings of being in the wrong places or like, you know, their life just isn't going in the direction mm-hmm. that they want it to. And then they find meditation, they find um, a practice that really calls them, um, whether that's yeah, mediumship or like our art. our last couple of interviews have been like, yeah, art, Reiki, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. And a lot of the people we've talked to have drawn in a whole bunch of different modalities that they use. And um, I mean, even for you too, it's like, you knew you wanted to help people and in finding your way there, you're now obviously doing that, but it wasn't a, 
one and done kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot like of people start out in these helping professions too like nursing we had another girl who um was a social worker um same thing with counselors um so there is kind of like this pattern i guess with women mm -hmm. in these helping professions wanting to help people and then something happens in their personal life or family life friends whoever or like a trauma that kind of like catapults them into this you know energy work when nothing else you know, you continue on this path for a while and you're not really seeing any improvement or growth and you just feel like you need more of that. And I find that's usually where people kind of end up in this, you know, spiritual self-discovery, finding their life's purpose kind of thing. So, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, it's almost like, I'm not, I'm not surprised you've seen a lot of it in those like industries with women. Cause it's almost, I, I mean, at least speaking for myself also, it's like a combination of wanting to help people, but also like knowing what you've been through yourself and wanting to feel like you're not alone in that. Like, I feel like when I started sharing art on Instagram, it was like as much for me as it was for anyone else, because I was like, am I the only one who feels this way? Like, is this like, am I the only one who has this perspective? I felt like no one could relate and I felt really alone in that. And so mm -hmm. it's almost like you're healing other people and yourself at the same time, which is, is really cool. For sure. And I'm like a super private person. And I know even after like I went through my loss and grief journey, like I was very probably more open than I would have ever expected to be on Instagram. Like with mm. my posts, I found it like very, very healing as like part of my like grieving journey of him and everything to like share these like very personal um, posts and I do know that they did help other people also in their healing or like um, people who have been through other hard things so I think also just you know being able to share your story and be vulnerable it does help other people whether it feels uncomfortable or not but yeah I mean I, I know I know it does I've seen it I've felt it and like I can only imagine how hard that is because I feel like with well I guess that's not true but I feel like with my experiences with um, some of the toughest times, like, I guess there were some, of course, before I was as spiritually aware as I am now. Um, but there were some after like, uh, like a recent one that I was lucky with, because I felt, I felt really lucky because I had like, more faith to rely on when I was going through it. Whereas if you don't have any, I feel like that is like such a jolt and such a change for you to just suddenly like need something to hold on to like, mm -hmm. And I, I honestly think this journey for us too, like, I don't know about you, Lex, but for me, like just even having this, like learning about all these different things, it really makes you like view life a lot differently and like death as well. Like I'm not scared of death like I was before. And like, you know, I didn't know we lived all of these different lives. Like I'm like, it's one and done. Like, you know what I mean? So it really is. It just brings comfort and just knowing that like, you will be reconnected with your loved ones again one day or like your pets you know what I mean like all of these things it definitely does bring comfort and knowing that even through like difficult times right yeah. right and like would you have would you have that if it weren't for the hard times right like it's almost like they have like you can't exactly. know it's like you can't know one without the other kind exactly. of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, the light and the darkness, bringing it back to the earth. <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it always comes back to the sun and the moon. <laughs> um, yeah. We'd love to hear more about, like, um, I know you have, like, an Etsy or shop, online shop on Etsy, yeah. or how can people kind of connect with you or discover your art, um, buy things, kind of what do you have available? I know you have lots, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, so um, my Etsy shop is pretty standard in terms of like art prints and I started branching out with other types of like I have bags and journals and stuff. And um, I recently, well, a couple of things. One is that I've been trying to get a little bit more into not just products, but like um, kind of leaning more into self-care. And like I very recently, I don't even have anything up yet, but I've started making like digital items to help people um, like dream journals and like mood trackers and things like that to help actually give people like more tangible like exercises right. that have my designs on them so they have like a peaceful feel to it but help people like get into it a little bit more um, and then so yeah they can they can visit those soon but um, the other thing is is I actually do have a book coming out 
um, I had a, I was offered a book deal last year, which was very exciting and very out of the blue. Someone um, found me. Um, uh, the the group is called the Quarto Group. Um, okay. And uh, someone found me through Instagram and wanted to make a meditation book. So she wanted me to illustrate and write a 365 day meditation book. And I literally just like two weeks ago finished um, editing that. Wow. So Yay. that is something I really- amazing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. It was just so, it was very random. Like she called me and she was like, have you thought about writing a book? And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I actually haven't, but that's how life is often, whether it's like, and you know, something exciting or something really challenging, like it kind of throws things your way. And, um, without like when you bought up the custom market, it, it makes me sad a little. Cause I still want to like, I want to help people even more like without like, not just a product, although that can help and you have a hang on your wall and you have to remind me, but like, I wanted to go deeper. And so I am hoping that this book will help people go deeper in that way. It's not out till early next year, but Okay. Um, yeah, if they go to like my Instagram, then I will definitely, I'm going to have someone help me with marketing on that. So cool. And what will it be called or do you not know yet? It's, it's just called moon meditations. Okay. Love. That. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was their decision. I, um, they basically gave me a title and were very vague about like, you know, you we're going to have, we're going to license your work. Um, and we're going to license your art in the night. And then I had to write everything. Um, and it's basically organized by theme. So I decided to like have every month be a different theme. So like one month will be self-love and one will be healing and one will be um, patience or something like that. So hopefully kind of touching on like all the different areas that will help people. Wow. That's so that cool. sounds amazing. Yeah, to have like a, a month dedicated to working on a certain part of yourself or loving yourself or whatever it might be that's, that really sounds like it'll help a lot of people. Oh, thanks. I hope so. Yeah. And sometimes repetitive, like re um, repetition is good, right? Because if you do it once and then sometimes it's good to kind of have something to focus on for a good period of time until you're like, okay, now I'm ready to move on to something else. But did you, did you have to do artwork for every single one as well? Gosh, luckily, no. Okay. <laughs> luckily, no. Um, there's uh, just like three full pieces of art per month. Okay. And then like some smaller little, little um, spot art, like throughout. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was my thought. Cause like, if you, the, the thing with spiritual work is it is very repetitive. And like, I think someone from the outside looking in, it would seem kind of confusing and maybe boring. And like, why I've heard this message so many times, like, oh, be yourself or like, like, you know, feel your feelings. Like, but the work is in the actual doing. So mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully by like having that same theme throughout the month, it will like help them go deeper and not just read it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I know obviously it's still a ways away, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to buy that when it comes out. That's so cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think just anything that you can bring into your practice that is like tangible and easy enough to fit into your daily routine is something that like that helps in so many ways because I think a lot of times when people are looking at like oh I want to meditate or I want to do this thing that's going to help me along my spiritual path like they think it has to be this big thing of yeah. you have to meditate for an hour every day and no it can be two minutes before you go to bed you can read read something or just really take those couple minutes for yourself and that's gonna help you along the way and I think the other piece of that is like if you are doing something every day to help yourself then you want to do that more and more as time goes on definitely oh for sure and it's also like even even just like the fact that you're taking some time for yourself is already a big place to start you know because we give so much to other people and like it, it's as simple as that so yeah like a quick meditation yeah hopefully that is how it will be for people Mm -hmm. that's awesome and I don't know how it works with the contracts but are you going to be available on like audiobooks as well or have you guys not really figured that I don't out? know about that yet that's a good question yeah, I mean I do know it's like um it's a global publishing house so I know okay. it's available everywhere and online so yeah. that's good but yeah that would be really cool actually um, yeah because I know sometimes they'll usually get the authors to like you know read it um so that's mm -hmm. what I'm just wondering that would be yeah, I could like cool. play some some music in the background, and <laughs> that yeah. that actually could be a cool idea. Yeah, 
I know I love the audiobooks because sometimes I'm like, I really just don't have enough time to read, but I really want to yeah. like read this book. So I'm like, audiobook is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But even put it on the car like like a podcast almost. But yeah. There yeah. you go, Jenna. There's your new project. <laughs> You'll be busy recording for the next six months now. <laughs> no, but that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. What are some other things that you have available? So you have like bags, bookmarks, like screensavers, um, just so our listeners, if they're interested, obviously they can check out your Instagram and your profile, but just like a quick overview of yeah. what yeah. they can yep I have some journals I have like I want it to be available for anyone so I have like a big range of prints in terms of like actually my little mini ones are probably the most popular and they're only like I have like a four and five inch ones which like keep on your I I think actually I've had a lot of people use them as um like on like their bureau or like altar I've seen like like either they're like pagan or like Wiccan or practice witchcraft or whatever like it's almost like I, I love that idea of it being almost like a decoration rather than just like something you like see once in a while in your bathroom (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so I have those notebooks journals um recently put up some laptop cases which I have my own like I use (laughs) of course because why not yeah test it out and then I'm like oh it works I'll just keep it (laughs) yeah no that's Um, awesome yeah I'm always like trying it's it's fun to like figure out what I can put my art on and I'm always open to like other ideas sometimes people will give me random ideas um yeah, I have like like I've highlight covers people have used them for and like profile pictures and stuff like that. I have a few of those. I noticed you have uh, yeah. stickers too, which is like an easy way to yeah. kind of add that to any piece, like your water bottle or your things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Just making it accessible. And I yeah, like I was looking at your prices on your Etsy page too. It's all very affordable for anyone if they want to be um looking yeah, into the artwork and mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And I, I think like, that's a big piece too, because a lot of times, um, obviously artists should be paid for their art accordingly, because that is only, only right. Um, and at the same time to make it accessible for people to be able to use it when it's something um, like a print. Right. You have to find a good balance that works for both of you. Yes, Mm -hmm. totally. Um, and, Okay, I have one more question about the art specifically. Um, yeah. I noticed you use purple a lot. Is mm. there <laughs> is there something behind that? Oh my gosh, um, I thought about this before. I had a couple of people ask me for sure. Um, it's interesting because it started off like it started off like it didn't really have a meaning to it because I was initially sharing like I, I think I mentioned I was initially just like kind of sharing photos of like nature and things like that. And I would, what I would do is I would edit the photos into like a cool hue, just because I liked, I've always been drawn more to cool colors than to warm colors for some reason. And they just felt like really calming and peaceful to me. And so I kind of just got into a habit of like using these cool tones for the edits. And so as like my style developed, it just kind of naturally used those cooler tones. Um, But I did have someone ask me like, is purple is like considered like the crown chakra, like or which one? I forget which one. One of the chakras that are up top. Um, is it the crown? I don't know. But they were like, "Oh, is this? This is like a spiritual color, and purple is considered a spiritual color." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that." But yeah. if that for you, I think for me it was just like I wanted. I for me it was really peaceful, like tones, and I felt like maybe other people felt that too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you have a purple aura. I I can't read auras, but. I think I think I'm a I'm a purple whenever I close my eyes I see purple so I yeah (laughs) that's why I was kind of drawn to that piece of it too I was like hmm I wonder why and a lot of spiritual people do have purple in their aura so well that's a really interesting I did not know that I'd be curious to see mine as well that'd be so cool to see people well I think it'd be cool maybe it'd be overwhelming to just like be seeing purple is my favorite color and so as soon as I saw it I'm like oh my gosh all this purple and then I started looking even deeper into it I'm like I just love this page I sent it to Lex right away and I'm like check this out this is so cool (laughs) awesome yeah there's definitely like there's also like a less meaningful well I shouldn't say less meaningful but like 
I've always been drawn to just like aesthetics of things and like just things that are beautiful. And I think there's something about being like physically beautiful that may sound like materialistic, but I think it's more just like when things are like, whether your room is really neat or like you have similar colors of things, like it's kind of calming, right? Like it just brings a sense of like order and like comfort. So I think part of it was like an aesthetic thing where I just liked like looking at something it looks pretty. <laughs> so why don't I use all the same colors and exactly it's, yeah it's so dainty too like I just love all like the fine lines of it it's yeah it's so calming to look at yeah and maybe we'll wrap things up but do you have any like last thoughts or anything else doesn't have to even be related to hmm. moons or art but any last <laughs> thoughts for our listeners and yeah I don't think so except that I just, I mean, if like this is inspiring anyone to create or anything, then I just would want to tell them to like go for it, even if you think that it's bad or that you aren't creative because everyone is creative. Like you are, like even if you, if you don't feel like you are, it's only because like you lost touch with it somewhere along the way and you can find it again, you know? Yeah, I think that's perfect and such good advice too, because I think if you're having that come in to your field and you feel the draw to mm-hmm. create or it's for a reason yeah, yeah it's there exactly. it's telling you yeah mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be like stereotypically creative either I mean there are like so many ways to be creative like outside of like art or music or something that is stereotyped that way and it also is going to help like I think you one of you touched on it earlier but it's also it's going to like kickstart either kickstart or like bring you so far along your own spiritual journey because it's not just like you have it's not like you're creating the art also like the art will teach you and it will show you things that like you didn't expect to find about yourself so I think it's just really like just one other modality along with like meditating or journaling or whatever to like help you with your journey (laughs) I love that Well, thank you so much, Jenna. It was so nice to meet you and chat with you. I feel like we almost all kind of have this little bond already. I'm like, oh, Oh, I don't know. It It was so nice to chat with you all too. um, Do you mind just sharing what your website and your Instagram page is again with everyone? Sure. Yeah. The Instagram is at Cecilia Moon Art. It's C-E-C-I-L-I-A. Sometimes it's spelled differently. <laughs> um, all one word. And so is my Etsy and my, my website is also um, CeciliaMoonArt.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jenna. This was a wonderful conversation. It was so nice to get to know you and talk about your passion and your Thanks for listening. To support us, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you next week for our next episode of the Soul Connection Duo podcast.